Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. So glad to have you. We're in John chapter 4. And let me just tell you the bottom line up front. Jesus breaks down social taboos to reach people with the truth. Now, the fact that Jesus does that means that we need to do that. So let's look at what happens in John chapter 4. We're only going to get to part of the story today. We'll get to the rest of it next episode. So let's start in verse 1. It says, Now Jesus had learned that the Pharisees had heard about him, Jesus, who was making and baptizing disciples. And it was more than John, although Jesus did not baptize anyone but only his disciples. He then left Judea and parted for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. Okay, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar. Near the field that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph, Jacob's well was there. Very famous well, very popular in Jewish culture. The story of Joseph and Jacob, very well known. Jesus would have known where it was. Now, wearied as he was from his journey, he was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. All right. Now, none of that grabs you on the surface, but let's talk a little bit deeper than just the surface. First of all, it was noon. The six hour means it was about noon. So they had been traveling since early in the morning, and they had been traveling for probably four, five, six hours by the time they got there. So they were exhausted. Now, the area of Samaria was taboo to Jews, particularly Orthodox Jews, religious Jews. The Samaritans were people that they wanted nothing to do with. They worshiped differently. Oh, my. (laughs) Things haven't changed in 2,000 years, have they? They worshiped at the side of a mountain while the Jews worshiped at the side of the temple. And because of that, there was this schism, and the Jews hated the Samaritans, and the Samaritans hated the Jews. As a matter of fact, it was common custom if you were a religious Jew— particularly if you were a rabbi or a scribe or a Pharisee, you would extend your trip for days, if not weeks, to miss walking through Samaria. You just weren't going to do it. But Jesus cuts right through it because here's what Jesus knew that nobody else knew. His followers didn't know. There was someone there who was ready to hear the truth. Now, I want to stop right there for a minute. I will bet you there is some place in your community, some place in your neighborhood, that you may have been avoiding because you're like, man, there is nothing good over there. I don't really like those people over there. That guy goes to church down at that church. I don't want anything to do with him. But if you will be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, if you will allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your mind and your heart, if you will allow your prejudices to be put away because you've been forgiven through Jesus, right? You now have a new nature. You have the Spirit within you. So let's love those whom God loves. Okay, if you're willing to take that step, I will bet you the Spirit of God's going to speak to you and move you in line to speak to someone you thought you would never talk to. I'll just bet you that's coming, and it's coming your way maybe even this week. So, in verse 7, the Bible continues and says this Now, a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus, Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For, this, for his disciples had gone away to buy food in the city. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Now, two things here. We've talked about the Samaritans, but let's talk about the woman. In this culture, Jewish men, particularly rabbis, Pharisees, leaders, did not talk to women other than their family. They would talk to women in their family, of course, but outside of that, they didn't talk to them. Was it out of respect? No, it was out of condescension. They just believed they were better. And so they didn't talk to anyone. So here's Jesus 
this rabbi with followers, because he had 12 people now gone to get food, speaks to this woman, and this woman is just amazed that they would say anything. Just he was just she was just amazed that he would speak. And she says, Wow, how is it that you would even talk to me? Then Jesus said this. Now Jesus answered her, said, Now, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that this is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Remember that phrase, living water. The woman then said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is so deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us this well to drink from he himself, and so did his sons and his livestock. Okay, see, here's the key about living water. There were two types of water, or actually three types of water as you read the Bible. Uh, One was was sort of dead water. It was stale and stagnant water. It wasn't good to drink from. Then you had just standing water. This was water in a pond or a lake. It was okay probably to drink from, um, but but not not um, you know not desirable. The most desirable, the purest water, the water you needed for purification and baptism, the water you needed for any ritual that the Jews had. You needed living water. That meant moving water. Water that was moving, water that was pure, water that was alive. And and Jesus said, look, lady, if you knew who was talking to you, you would have said, hey, give me the living water, the water that's alive, the water that moves, the water that purifies. Give me what it takes to change me from the inside out. This is what Jesus is offering. Then Jesus said to her, now listen, everyone who drinks this water will will be thirsty again, pointing to the well. If you drink of Jacob's well, you're going to be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I want to give you will never thirst again. The water that I give um, give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. In other words, when you get this living water, you become a, a place of living water. You become a place that originates living water, that living water flows from. Now, again, this was a great blessing in this woman's mind, this whole idea of living water. Then the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I will never be thirsty again or have to come here to this well to draw. Do you have that living water inside of you? That living water that moves with life, that purifies, that is refreshing. The day might be dark. The week might be horrible. The month may have been nothing but mayhem and maniacs all around you. But inside of you, there's this well of living water that's causing you to have joy and peace and calm in the midst of calamity. Do you have that? There's only one place to get it, and that's from the person of Jesus Christ. If you don't have it, be like this woman and say to Jesus right now, Jesus, change me from the inside out. I want that living water. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you resurrected from the grave, and I place my faith and trust in you alone now, Lord, for salvation. Change me and fill me with your spirit. And the spirit is that living water that flows. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for changing my life. If you prayed that prayer today, amen it. The Bible says you've been born again. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.